to me, I'm just gonna... Remember what I said to you. Hello, everyone! It's Dylan from Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything, and welcome back to another Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's Up. This time, we're going over episode 37, Bird Brain. I had to look at the uh, title because I, I already <laughs> forgot it. But thank you for being here. Thank you for making us a part of your Wednesday evenings, as always. We are always live around this time on Wednesday nights. Uh, Nick T, unfortunately, was not able to join us. Uh, he is taking COVID protocols, yeah. I would say. He's got something going on this weekend, a family thing, so he doesn't really want to risk it. Completely understandable. Uh, we're finally COVID-free in the house, so we're back together. We are back. Um, and Calibro left for Florida this morning. Literally for like a month. So Calibro, yeah. <laughs> he, does, he Actually, Calibro does not have a return date at the time of doing this. So yeah. we don't know the next time we're going to see Calibro. He hasn't been on this segment for months now. So it's been probably a few weeks, probably early thirties, I would say. Yeah, it's been he, a while. He got very busy with work, so Caliber will be gone for a the foreseeable future. Again, we have no return date on him. Yeah, Nick T will be back next week. But Pete, thank you for coming out in this cold Jersey weather. Actually, it wasn't too bad today. It wasn't too bad today. It wasn't horrible. But how are you doing today, man? Uh, I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm just uh, enjoying my vacation that I'm on right now from work. Yes. So I've had off for the whole week. So I'm just excited to talk about this episode. Good. Me too. Me too. So uh, this was episode 37. Uh, for those of you that are unaware, it's pretty much all but confirmed that this is going to be a 13 episode arc which means this arc is going to be done and dusted at the end of episode 39. We know Yuga versus Asana is going to start next week. That is going to be a two-parter, so obviously we are all going to be making our predictions on that duel. Make sure to send in your predictions for the pick'em before the duel starts, because once that duel starts, the picks are closed off until the duel finishes, which will be when this arc comes to an end. But we have a lot to talk about regarding this episode, regarding the season finale duel coming up, and before we get into it, uh, I do want to thank every single one of you that donated, took the time to donate in the last episode. It was one of the most donations we have gotten in a 7s Up podcast. And the fact that we were all remote, it was crazy. So you guys really just showed uh, incredible selflessness and gratitude that I am super thankful for. So big thank you to Mega Karibo, Kaio Cesar Campos, Kai Waters, Xlayer64, Electric Kevin, Goose, 15, Davis Enos, Devontae, Anonymous Anime Lover, Sin Cloud, Nicholas Horton, Drone the President Controller, Solid Snack, Alan Wilkinson, Shark King 101, Adola Burst, Sean Gilbride, and Ice Aiden. Thank you all so much for choosing to support me in that way. You don't know what it means to me. Well, I'll tell you, it means the world. Thank you. Um, episode 37. I haven't done a review on this. Uh, to be honest, I'm probably not going to do a review on this, so this is kind of going to count as my review. Um, I'll probably even put this actually in the playlist for episode reviews, because I'm just going to be giving my thoughts here. You like, clip it out. Yeah, I, I could actually do that, um, and do it as an unlisted or something. And the reason for that is, um, you know, the subs were a little delayed, which is completely cool, and I just felt like there isn't really too much for me to say on this episode in particular. Um, to be honest, I'll do my opening thoughts, if that's cool. Yeah, dude. Why All right. don't you start us off? Oh, I'll start. Thank you, dude. Thank you. Right, you and Nick T have to replace that, because Caliber's gone now. I know, because we don't have Cal. Yeah, he's, not, he's my transition man. Um, so, episode 37, obviously, Rook beats the Pigeon and, and Schwer. Um, I, I have to say, I was not a huge fan of the episode. Um, it, it was an okay episode. I thought there were some moments that, that were great. 
uh, including the backstory of Schwer and the pigeon. That actually that actually hit me. I'm a sucker for anything animal related, so that was I thought very sad. But even when the episode, the tone changes in this episode were very drastic. I thought the entire episode was very comedic, which so was Ron's versus Renasuke. And the comedy didn't really land as much for me in this episode. Uh, and this was the first time in the show where Rook is a character, and I'm not sure your opinion on it, actually started to annoy me a little bit. And I've never really felt that way yeah. with Rook before. Uh, and I do feel like, like, he's always been dumb, right? Like, he's always been dumb. But I think back to, like, the ramen stuff, where, remember, he went in and he ate all the ramen, and yeah. so the stuff they were... But, like, that was funny, and it was more him being clueless rather than him being just... Like stupid, like I and I, I feel bad calling him stupid because I you know I don't I think that's kind of a mean outdated term. Um, so I think dumb is just kind of a better. But there were just a lot of things in this episode that felt like it was up a notch compared to what we've seen yeah. with Rook. Um, and a scene that actually really annoyed me was right after they showed the Schwer um Dove backstory with Asana and Asana's grandfather rescuing them, which I loved. Um. Then you had Rook, not ta he wasn't taunting them on purpose, but it almost felt that way. Yeah. You had the sad music still playing, and then Rook was cooing away. And it's like, all right, give us a chance to feel sorry for this character. Give us a chance to see a little more. To connect. Of, to connect, and to see a little more of what Asana and her grandfather did when they found these characters. Did they bring them back to their house? Did they take care of them? The one thing that I love about that scene is it makes you as the viewer understand why Schwer has this undying loyalty to Asana. I would, too, if she saved me and my, my pet yeah, from, literally from my hypothermia. I mean, that's yeah. a very brutal scene when you really think about it, being buried under the snow. Um, and the fact that Dove called Schwer a crybaby implies that he was probably crying as it was happening. So it, it was a... You also, also assume they're, they're young. I mean, even if you're older, I think it's still a, probably a tough thing to go through. But that scene hit home, and that was a very serious tone... It switched like that, which is okay. We've seen that with Yu-Gi-Oh! before. But then it almost immediately, before we could really, really, really get into it, switched back to that comedy and Rook just being being a goofball. Yeah. And it just didn't really fit, I thought, at that moment. And so the tonal switches, and then they all walk away, and we see the angels over the bodies. We know they're not dead, but over the unconscious bodies of the, the Dove and and um, Schwer. And it, it just felt weird because then we were back to... The feeling of, oh man, we should be really sad about this, yeah. but we just had Rook and Yuga have that comedic moment with the gang. So, I don't know, the, the tonal shifts were very drastic for me in this episode, and the tropes of this duel reminded me a lot of what happened in the Schrodinger duel, and you guys know very well that that probably was my least favorite episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s. I feel like we always... And listen, by the way, obviously I am not bashing the show as a whole. I am still really enjoying 7s, and there's plenty of episodes from every single Yu-Gi-Oh that I can think of that I thought were just, that didn't really do it for me. And and this was one, and I'm, I'm just being honest. Uh, and it really has nothing to do with the fact that he dueled a, an animal. Let me say that. Because Yu-Gi-Oh is weird. So I want to actually preface with that. I hope nobody thinks that I'm ripping the show for having Rook duel a pigeon. I'm very happy he didn't lose to a pigeon. That would have been a different story. But you I would have been here by yourself. I would have been here by myself. Yeah, Pete would have been doing, uh, talking, what would it, Sevens Down. Sevens on, Down. On Clueless Gamers at the same time competing shows. So yeah. that would have been pretty interesting. I'm not in any way ripping the decision to have him duel a bird. I really didn't mind it. Because if you think about it, Yu-Gi-Oh's always done weird stuff like that. GX, think about GX. Jaden dueled a monkey. I, I try not to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Jaden dueled a monkey. 
Jaden Duel Jinso, which was a malicious spirit brought back from its own death through a Ouija board. And then he got onto a cruise ship. Like, listen, GX was no, weird. Remember he prevented the professor <laughs> from leaving because he was on the cruise ship? Yeah. Yeah, and then he busts into the dorm and he kidnaps the guy. He literally kicked down the yeah. door and So listen, him. we've seen our fair share of episodes that make no sense. And Rook dueling a bird is not at all the reason that I didn't really like the episode. It's not at all. I just... Rook is a character. I don't know. He His stock went down for me in this episode. I was... I was going down for a while. Yeah, I, I was genuinely annoyed. Like he's still... I would still say he's the best duelist, but I don't like that they followed the same pattern that they followed in that Schrodinger duel, where Rook was doubting his abilities, much like he was against Schrodinger, and then Yuga had to pull him out of that darkness and say, hey, you can do it. You can rush duel. You're great. Yeah. And I love that. Yuga's great. Yuga's my favorite of the four. And he knows everything. So. I like that he could just transcend, like, different realities. Like, yeah. he's in a mind labyrinth, he could just walk in. Yeah. yeah Does no. that even mean? I have no idea. Oh, no, I don't know either. <laughs> no, you, I feel like Yuga is almost, like, honestly a god in this universe. Like, really I, and I really love Yuga. Um, so, but that felt formulaic, because we've seen it before with Schrodinger. And, yeah, the comedy just didn't really hit for me in this episode. And I feel like it's, it's kind of interesting that we had... Two very comedic episodes. I definitely liked Ron's and Rinosuke more than this one. Um, and then we're going into the finals. Yikes. It feels weird, pacing-wise. I I will say this, though, and I'll end on a positive, because I always like to end on a positive, and usually I have nothing but good things to say. I love the Shore scene, by the way. Um, something I would have rather than done... You know, this is my review, so I'll, I'll, I'll ramble a bit. Something I would have rather than done, and I think this would have been great if they did this. Instead of showing Yuga pulling Rook out of the darkness or out of the mental labyrinth that he was stuck in, which we've already seen him do when he dueled Schrodinger, so it's nothing new. It doesn't really do, I feel like, too much for Yuga because we know Yuga's capable of doing this. Um, I would have liked to see those two minutes dedicated to Schwer and Asana and their backstory. Yeah. Have us a little involved. Show Asana in a very humanizing way so that... Maybe we're rooting for her when she duels Yuga in this next episode or in this next duel. Maybe we understand really why she's doing this. And we understand why the Machine Cavalry Duel Club fully supports her. And maybe she is this really kind-hearted, sweet woman and something bad happened to her grandfather, which we're probably I think we're going to learn yeah. in, in this duel, I hope, in this upcoming duel. And, and let us, you know, sympathize with her a little bit. I thought that that was a scene the Schwer and Asana scene at the end of this episode, that definitely should have been expanded on. And when I think of all the comedic tropes that didn't really hit for me in this episode, the Luke, I am your father was one that I loved. Yeah, that I mean, was cool. any Star Wars references. I'm happy they did that. So that was one that I did like a lot. Because, um, you know, Star Wars. But, um, you know, just Yuga pulling Rook out of the... I felt it was unnecessary. I, I really did. And um, But, you know, I will say this. Ending on a positive note, Yuga versus Asana, I have the utmost faith that it is going to be at the level of Yuga versus Nail round two. Mark my words on that. I think Yuga versus Asana is going to be at the level of Yuga versus Nail. I think it's I think it's interesting the momentum going into this. It's a bold prediction. It's a bold prediction, but I, I have faith in that. Maximums are going to be back. It's going to be an all-out war between two characters that I like a lot. And I'm very excited for Even though, again, I haven't loved... I didn't love this last episode. I didn't really love the Chicago-Sebastian episode besides the ending. I'm very excited for this upcoming duel. Um, 
your 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 thoughts. I have a feeling it. Knowing you, probably not your cup of tea. I mean, uh, we watched the episode together. Yes, uh, we didn't really talk much about it. We didn't really talk about it, uh, but you could kind of see my facial expressions as I was watching it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not a fan of this episode. I really, honestly, have not been a fan of the last four episodes. The Tiger episode was good, but overall, in the plot, it it doesn't really do anything. It's it's kind of just wasted material. It's almost like. When you have a TV show on network TV back in the day, yeah. and you had to make 22 or 24 episodes, so you have a lot of episodes in there just to fill the gaps. Yeah, yeah. That's what I feel like we've been doing for a month now. Tiger Caterpillar. Yeah, definitely. And it just, um, it's just, I don't love that. You know, I felt like we had a potential to go somewhere really great in this arc. And I thought, you know, Galliant and Gakuto, it seemed like we were going somewhere there. The backstory that they were driving up with Asana, and now we're... I don't know, we're just stuck in neutral. Mm-hmm. I feel like in some ways we're going in reverse, and I, I thought this episode was, um, it, it probably, I don't know, the, that, the Schrodinger, all these are just, they just fall in the Rons last week. They're all just forgettable. Like, th- there's something that I'm not going to remember when the show ends, and what they're doing to Rook's character, where we talked about a little bit briefly before we started. It's like, it's just more shock. Yeah, like, that, episode like, just... one in the few episodes, like you said, like, he wasn't like this, and he's still an incredibly he powerful was, he duelist. Was, he was always, he was always yeah, dumb. Yeah, but like he was like naive. Right. Now, now he is literally to the point where I'm like, is there, is he okay? Like <laughs> you know, like there, like there is some things there that you should not be believing. He believed every one of the lies that yeah. Schwarer gave to him. Yeah. The, I'm your father. That does, how would that even work? Right. You're the same age. Right. I mean, like, there's there's so many things that just, it, it takes away from how great of a duelist he really is and can be, and it just takes me out of the show. And I know it doesn't, it doesn't really hit our demographic, and I get that. Right, that's important to say. Obviously, all it's not that stuff, targeted. I, I understand yeah. that, you know, like, but at the same time, you could argue a Vrains or something is not really our demographic, right? It's more like 15, 16-year-olds. That's, that's true. That's and true. I felt way more compelled there. I feel way more compelled watching the original trilogy than I than I do this. And it's just... Um, I'm just hoping for a big finale to this arc, man. Because yeah. I feel like with Neil, there was hints there leading up to the Providence that someone infected Kaizo that we had of like, who is this? You, felt like, Neil was a, you felt like Neil was a threat. Right. And we also, we built it. It felt earned. So when we see him finally, he wipes the top of Hexagon and Yuga in right. the same episode. And we're like, wow, this guy's got our attention. Right. And then, you know, even though it's a quick turnaround to when they duel again, I felt that Yuga went through some trials and I understood his pain and then... It's revealed what his group gives up for him even to have this opportunity to duel Neil. Yeah. That feels just a way more cohesive arc and story. And then you set this up and it's like, I don't feel like I know much about this crew. And even if I learn it next episode, she's defeated more than likely in 39. Yeah. Okay. Like, you know, I don't know. It's just, I'm not a fan of that. The the only character that I feel like I I know enough about is Galliant. I feel like I know enough yeah, about him. Yeah, and he's actually grown on me as a I, I like Alliance a lot. Where I'm like, this guy has a sense of honor. Yeah. There's something here where, you know, they make fun of his age. But I honestly think he is deep ties to Asana, maybe as a father-like kind of or older brother figure. Like, there's more I want to know there. Yeah. And Asana, I think, is a fascinating guy. I like Asana a lot, but, but we just don't know a lot about him. We're just staying away and we're doing these just pointless things. Like, that Ron's episode last week is a literally 
pointless to the story. At least Schwer is part of the the trio, right? At least well, that, him and, and and Dove Rap or something. That's like, the thing. The, we're just wasting time. That's the thing that is 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 fascinating to me. The four episodes, the four duels leading right to this finale, yeah. are Chicago versus Sebastian. Okay, I wasn't Throw it out. You know. Uh, Tiger versus Caterpillar, which I liked a lot. Good duel, but, but doesn't fit have, Right, it doesn't really fit. It seems like more of an earlier arc duel. Yeah. And I guess this is also the challenge of having your arcs only 13 episodes. Th- that's like when you're introducing the group, something happens like that. They, maybe like, are, maybe like, yeah. it would have, I think it would have fit better in the story, that duel, when they first go off. Right after right. Yuga beats Asana. Or even in the beginning, or where like beats Yuga, the, that group, the Machine Calvary Club, is introduced through Tiger, of like, hmm. There's a connection here. Right. What is this? And then you could Something honestly do at the end. Coming. You could do a scene where there's a shadowy figure which ends up being Asana. And it's literally just her going, I didn't tell you to do that. And like kind of like putting down like his his almost rebellion. Yeah. In, in doing that. Yeah. And then you're like, wow, who are, who are they? Right. What's going on there? When they put it there, like you're filling the momentum that we got from Gakuto Galliant, mm-hmm. and you just threw it out the window. Well, that's that's the thing because Gakuto Galliant, if I that probably to me has been the most important win that Yuga's team has gotten this arc. I think it's hard to argue that. You could honestly Gakuto argue it's been the best duel of the arc. Yeah, I would probably agree with that. Gakuto Galliant, I really like that duel, and that felt like a a big overcoming win for Gakuto. That yeah. felt like he gra- he he was looking for his moment. And he found his moment. And I would have had that duel probably right before Yuga Asana. I think that would have worked. Yeah. Because to me, Galliant always seemed like the right-hand man, not really Schwer. And I think the, the other issue with this episode is this was Schwer's debut episode, really, right? I mean, it, it mostly was. And we did get that short little backstory, which, again, I, for me, it hit. But it was just very short. That backstory was probably less than 40 seconds. And it, it was just... Very short, and knowing what we know that the arc is about to end, that Schwer and his team is probably going to get defeated, felt like there was a bit of a missed opportunity there with with building his character up. So, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's it's weird. The the structure of this arc feels weird to me. I didn't really feel that way with the last, the first two arcs in terms of the duels. I feel like the order of the duels has been strange, and yeah. they just beat Schwer. Okay. The other and, character, and the choice of duels in some of these is like the other character that they had to beat to get to Asana was Ron's, right? Who was dueling on Galleon's behalf, and then Rinosuke, for no reason, right? Right, right. They, it's, it's not, just, it's it's not like it's just weird. It, that's better if they did it almost even Earlier. though they're going back to the well again. If they did it a Roman way, where that club has something on Ron's, and so it's like it's a mm. shock when they're like. Wait, what are you doing? Why are you crossing over there? And it's right. like, you don't know. And as the duel goes on, it's like, well, they have this on me. To do it of like, Galliant, this older man is in love with me. But we, we don't know if he's older. Hey, come on. I, he was I, bathing her in a bathtub. So at the <laughs> least, he's at least seven, eight years older I, than us. Let me, I'll say this. I That episode I found pretty hilarious. So I don't, I don't, I don't mind that episode as much as you did. a waste of time. I thought that episode was hilarious. Um, I thought the whole concept of Ron's as a character was hilarious. But I would agree with you. I think it would have made sense happening earlier. Save Gakuto Galliant for the end of this. You know, right before Asana, Yuga. I don't know. Just uh, the structure is interesting and... All that said, I think Asana Yuga is gonna is gonna turn heads, right? Because even Tiger saying that's not the true power of the Machine Cavalry Club, wouldn't it make sense for her to say that before Asana uses Maximums? Because that could yeah. that could be seen right as a foreshadow, like a hint that she was gonna use Maximums. So 
Uh, and that's the line, of course, Tiger says after um, Caterpillar leaves and the, you know, uh, not the, uh, the newspaper club interviews her. So interesting so far. Um, this duel needs to be great for this to not be my, my least favorite arc so far. That being said, there were some things about this arc that I, I did like, and it's still too early for us to judge this yeah, arc as a I whole. And I would imagine Asana and probably people at Galley, they're not going away, even when they lose. I hope they're, not. They're in the opening. There's well, a reason there. I'm, I, There's I, a deeper connection to the history of how Goha was created. Yeah. We're pulling pieces here. Right. Where we, we see that Neil was recruited young. He's here, right? And he's part of Goha, but he doesn't really agree with them. Then we see what's going on here that clearly Asana's grandfather and something bad happened there. We got to pull from that part. So there's... There's different things there. And we're, I, we're pulling more parts into the story arc by arc. And I would say for someone like you, and there's a few people in my, actually a good amount of people in my Discord who I think feel similarly, um, I think a lot of the characters that are heavy fan favorites are not present right now. And that's important to note. So if you felt this, which you felt a bit of a disconnect from the show for a little bit, mm. and it could just be that the show's not really your thing, and your style, and that's completely okay. But there are characters that I, I know you've said you really enjoy. Roa yeah, being one. I miss one, Roa so much. Nail being another. Yeah. And I think a lot of people... And I like Asana. I right, do. Right, right. And we just haven't really seen Asana. Yeah. So I, I think that after this duel, I'm nervous. Like I was with Yuga versus Neil. Exactly. I was, we, we, we talked about it extensively. Yeah, yeah, we were all nervous. I think we had um we had Entebay on, and I don't think we knew about 20... Seven at that point. I'm pretty sure uh, Shiose's manager, Entime, yeah. the person who does the subs, so thank you. And I hope she had a good birthday um, if she's here or watching this after. Um, she wasn't sure where we were going to no. go from here, but it worked out. So, But, but we, we're we always not great with this, right? I mean, we did the same thing in Brains. We're like, yeah, where does it go here? Sure, then I became Hanoi. a human. When, yeah. we, when we clearly right, should Bowman. have seen that the Ignis War was coming. I mean, they literally set yeah. that up. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, well, where do we go from here? And then I has the turn. So yeah. they're always doing this to us. Yeah, well, listen, it's, it's hard to predict what the next arc's going to be about. Could you predict this? Uh, could you predict this? Great revolver line. I hope for a tournament, but we'll see. So um, we're not too high on the episode. Um, we're just being honest. Yeah. Oh no. Listen, I, and you guys know me, like I read 37 episodes. There's probably been about five that I was like, eh, it was okay. This and a couple others. I was probably like, yeah, I, I wasn't really a fan of it all, but a majority of them, probably 25, 30 of them. I've, I've really enjoyed to really enjoyed. So yeah. you guys know that I'm usually pretty, pretty positive on the episodes, but I'm, you know, if something bothers me or if I didn't think something was extremely well executed, I'll be honest about it. And I think we owe that to you guys, to be honest. I don't think you want us to just praise the show 24-7. We didn't do that with Vrains. There were a lot of moments with Vrains where we were a little critical. E even afterwards, we're like, you left all these storylines just... Yeah, yeah. We uh, yeah. Even after Vrains ended, we, yeah. we were very critical of it. So listen, and we both liked Vrains a lot. I know you you really yeah, like Vrains, really but like we were, were critical, you know. So, you know, it's just the, the style here. But thank you again for making Sevens Up part of your Wednesday night. Uh, do we have any comments from people? Uh, we do. There's a, there's a lot of opinions going on, and I believe I'm very, I, this is what I'm going to be excited. To I read believe back. you said Shiose and you summoned her because she appeared right after that. So Shiose, Shiose thank, thank you, thank you for being here. Shiose. How are you? I hope you had a great birthday. Yes, happy birthday! Thank you for taking the time. Well, thank you, your manager for taking the time to sub. Um, yeah, the comments uh, for the most part that I've seen, there's been a few people that have liked the episode and the humor really landed for them, which is great. Well, see, that's the thing because the humor going back to 36, Ron's Renasu. Okay. The yeah. humor landed for me. Didn't so land I, 
I I really didn't yeah. mind that episode. But for you and Nick T, it didn't really land, so you didn't like it. This was an episode, much like 36, that relied very heavily on humor. And if the humor doesn't land, there's not too much else there to back it up. Yeah. You have that sad backstory, which I really did not like how they, they disturbed that backstory with Rook cuckooing yeah. while the sad music was still he, playing. I mean, that made me really annoyed. As soon as the scene is going on. Yeah, almost like he was mocking the whole... They didn't even go to check if he was okay. No, they left him there. Yeah, I, I, that, that annoyed me. From Rook's perspective, that annoyed me. But um, yeah, I think this is one where, again, if the humor lands... Which it didn't land like it. for me as much as it landed in 36. But then hey, you that, like it. That's what makes television and uh, entertainment subjective. And yeah. I think that's a good thing. I do see, though, uh, overwhelming a lot of people are not huge about the episode. So they're, this... They're not exactly high. And then pretty much everyone so far that I've agreed. Some people obviously love Rook. Um, but there's a lot of people that are not liking um, where his character is going. Before I watched this episode, I saw in my Discord, and it was very surprising, a lot of people saying, wow, Rook, I, I really do not like Rook at, at all after this episode. I'm like, really? Rook was, I like, and, I, and after watching the episode, I was like, I, I'm, not an, I'm not at that level, but I, I get it. I get the it's frustration. It's getting there. It's I get the frustration. There. And I think the fandom over in Japan kind of has a similar, not about Rook, but about this episode. Nico Nico, uh, only 82% of people gave this a very good rating on Nico Nico, which is still really good, 82%. Yeah, really good. But usually Sevens is hovering in the low 90s, high 80s. Yeah. I think, not including episode one, this was the lowest rated episode from Nico Nico in yeah. Japan. So I think I think this was an episode that just missed for a lot of people. Um, it's just, it was just a little it's just unfortunate, right? And, and the, but again, the flashback with, was exactly what they did in the Schrodinger duel. Yeah, and it's just for me also, like, Rook, Luke, however you want to say it, like, he is, at this moment, the most talented duelist. I'd agree with that. In this show. If I had to make my power and, rankings, he's and, number one. And yeah. to me, at the moment, even though I do like Yuga dueling, and I like Neil dueling, He's the most entertaining duelist for me. Yeah. Like he's on his game and that music kicks in. I'm like, damn, like this is where the show could be. And then it just gets undercut by giving him some throwaway line or some ridiculous reaction. And I'm like, well, you just ruined that moment. And they did that like three times. <laughs> yeah, this, this episode. episode felt a little much. And it's yeah. like, I don't even understand because it was it was a little confusing of like he's in a mind labyrinth, right? So that but it doesn't feel like the Schrodinger duel of where he's outright questioning himself mm. it seems that the dove rap like had some influence on on him yeah so like is that telepathy <laughs> is, is there is it just intimidation like yeah. like what 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 is that I, I don't understand and how does yuga reach him is that just a manifestation of rook's mind i don't know I don't we know. just we just we just do whatever on the show well that yeah i mean that that's yeah yeah so it's it just his 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 bits are getting old. They really are. Yeah, you know, I, again, I don't even know if I would I, I would say that. R remember, the I would only just say other, his... what's the only other duel of his in this entire arc? It was against, he had two, actually. He yeah. dueled himself, and yeah. he dueled against Django. Right, but the, the Django one was the only legitimate one. Think right. About, he also dueled himself. Right, but when he dueled himself, I gotta be honest, that was... That, that might have been the most character development that, arc. That was my, probably my favorite episode yeah. of Rook. Yeah. So this arc for Rook started out incredibly it's, well, and I just feel like, again, 
There, I feel like the, there's two writers on yeah. the team that are trying to like outperform one another and see who can make him a dumber character. Like it's a contest. I That's really like... feel like somebody <laughs> stepped in, like you know, in brains, like when the when the director change and yeah. you can see it. Yeah, it's almost like a yeah. writer came in and was like, "Listen, this rook character, he's too close to being like Yugo. We got to dumb him down." <laughs> yeah, which and I like, I, I, and they yeah. made him the comedic relief, and it's like, well. If you do that too much, you you undercut the character's momentum and everything the character could be. Now that hey, that could change. Forty yeah. episodes from now, he could be my favorite character again. But yeah. right now, every time he comes on, he's just a joke unless he's dueling. <laughs> Even when he yeah. is dueling, I'd rather him just not speak. He just it just ruins the scenes for me. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, he's, he still has some funny moments, but, yeah, I, I get the frustration with him. I'm, I'm not where you are yet on him, but, but I, I get I've the frustration, also, and a lot of people I know that are watching the show feel similarly about him. I also felt yeah. like, you know, with, with Roman, this arc, I think she hasn't been treated that great. Oh, my God. She's been given nothing to <laughs> no, do Roman, this Ro- entire Roman arc. So that's, that's another thing that I'm not... <laughs> Roman Loki. This arc yeah. has been great for women, by the way. This arc was great for girl characters. Asana beating Yuga. Tiger getting two, two duels go. and a win. Chikako getting a win. Yeah. Uh, Ron's getting two duels and a draw. This duel was great for yeah. girl characters. But at Sushiko getting a duel and a win. But Roman Loki had a miserable arc. Did And Loki yeah. absolutely did nothing a, except lose to Sushiko. But who had good arcs? I thought, Yuga, well, Yuga's always just entertaining. Gakuto had a phenomenal arc. I think Ga- Gakuto had a re- really good arc for yeah. Gakuto. And I would say Asana was really cool. Tiger, great introduction yeah. there. She was awesome. I want more with Asana. There's got to be more past. I think we'll get it. I, I, I'm telling you, I really do believe that this next duel is going to be a banger. I really I think do. it could be. Maximum's going on. Yeah, there could I, be something I think this duel is going to be a banger. It looks emotional in the preview. Yeah, yeah, I really do. And then I think that right when this duel ends, you know what we do in 40? They're going to bring back Roa. And then... All our problems are solved. When Roa comes back in. And then he looks up at the sky and he goes, what's that? And it ends and it's the alien invasion <laughs> of the ramen people. That's where they're going to go. And that's where they're going. <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. All right. We'll, um, we'll take some, some donations if we have any. Yeah, let's uh, do it. Uh, I'm actually really, really interested to go back and read these. I never read these in live time because it's just too distracting for my, my small brain. Um, I would get too... Distracted and flustered. It is ADHD. Um, yeah, undiagnosed, but probably. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited to see what you guys are saying about the episode. Um, but yeah, let's read some donations. Let's, let's see. Let's see where the mood let's is. Let's jump into some donos. Yes, and thank you guys so much for choosing to support me this way. Thank you. We're gonna start off with Xlayer, who okay. donated before we started. Yes, he donated twenty dollars. Xlayer, you're the best. Thank you, man. And he said, "Hi everyone. Hope your day has been going great. Yeah. This episode was like an acid trip. <laughs> I had never been on, but oh my god, Rook is now officially my <laughs> least favorite character wow. of the show due to his stupidity. Also, Spidey hype, which is something we could also talk about. Yes, Spider Man title got that, released. Yes. Uh, um, Never return home. Uh, can't, it's like uh, no way home. No way home. That's or something it. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. We'll definitely talk more about that X-Slayer maybe on a, a Twitch stream coming yeah. up. But um, thank you for the $20 donation. That is a big donation, X-Slayer. Thank you so much. Um, Rook's your least favorite character. Yeah. I mean, listen, that was a sentiment that I've seen a lot on Twitter. I've seen it a lot he's, on... He's not wrong. This was an episode that, that really rubbed a lot of people the wrong way with Rook. Yeah. So... In particular, as you said, that that final scene, which were kind of just the writer's choice there to have that that scene, like was why you have the music and the music, the sad music, it's an impactful was, scene was playing yeah. while the jokes were going on. So yeah. it was like they literally just broke the fourth wall and were like, "Yeah, we're just ruining the scene." And I'm like, "Well, 
I want to know more about what's going on there and appreciate this moment. And no. That one, I, I didn't get that at all. I, that was That's a, a weird writing. That was a decision from the episode I, I really did not get. I did not think that was a good decision to do that. Yeah. Just weird. The tonal shift there at the end was just was too intense. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I just feel like also it's it's mm. disrespecting your opponent a little bit. No, it is. It definitely is. And just to um, not even go over and check on him. And he and he showed good respect towards Django when he defeated Django. So like I I don't know. Uh, that was a little. That was even a little out of character. Is what we've seen work do to opponents that yeah. he's defeated before. So like. I don't know. It was just weird. It was a very, it was a, it was a weird, weird episode that yeah, at times just didn't even really make sense and fit with, I thought, a lot of decisions Rook has made in the past. So yeah. it's just weird to me. Shiose did point out and said, wondering if they're trying to make him unlikable to set him up for a betrayal arc later. Wow. Wow. That's interesting. An interesting point. Very interesting. An interesting point. Because, you know, the show, the one thing, you can say whatever you want about the show... They, they do have a very good, solid idea of what they're doing. They're cohesive. Very cohesive. When they say something, they will get back to it. So I wonder if... I remember we did see kind of a more evil-looking Rook at the beginning of this arc when yeah. he dueled himself. That's I like that theory. That's an interesting that's theory. A possibility. Something to keep an eye on. Um, it would make sense. We'd look back and it'd be like, wow, that's why they wanted us to hate him. Yeah. Um, but uh, Shiose, thank you for the comment. Xlayer, thank you so much for the donation, my man. Nicholas Horton donated five pounds and Thank said, you, Nick. I really wanted this arc to be a longer arc, as did I, yeah. but it seems to be only 13 episodes again, like yeah. the previous two arcs. Yeah, I agree. I just think that... It's getting formulaic. <sighs> but with, with, with Roa and Nail, like, it, it's understandable, right? Because they're one character. So you have 13 episodes to really focus and build up to one character. When you introduced Goha 6 and the Machine Cavalry Duel Club, you're introducing three separate, important characters. 13 episodes is just not a long enough time, especially if you're going to have duels like Tiger Caterpillio, Chicago Sebastian. If you're going to have duels like that, that right there, by the way, is about 20% of the, of the arc. It's about 15% of the arc. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, like, you do not have a lot of Thank time. And you know, Roman Sushiko dueling over the TV remote. That right there is a third, a fourth of the arc. Yeah. Three out of 13 episodes. Mm -hmm. Right there. And you have three characters that you, yeah. you want the audience to connect with. So, I know, it just, it, it feels quick. I wish it was longer. It doesn't have to be crazy. It doesn't have to be a traditional Yu-Gi-Oh! arc of 50, 60, 70 third, episodes. You could, 26. You could do 26 something episodes. great in 13 episodes if everything is, for the most part, hard-hitting, plot-driven. Right. We're getting great duels, even with some comedy sprinkled in. But right. think about it, we cut out that the remote duel, we cut out the, the finger Chicago duel, we cut out Ron's, and we cut out this last episode. I mean, you put in, what, four episodes there of some nice plot? Yeah. Now you go, wow, this might be the best episode, uh, best arc in the show yeah. so far. Yeah. You know, so you got to think about it's hard to. It's just hard for any show to build up three characters like that, especially in Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. You know, because this is not a traditional anime. I know people will say, you know, Death Parade... The poster's off the wall. But one of my... I'm looking around. One of my favorite... An probably my favorite anime ever is Death Parade. It's a 13-episode anime. So obvi obviously there's more than three characters in that show. Yes, it's possible. With Yu-Gi-Oh! It's always going to be more difficult because you have to focus 80% of the episode on the duels. So you have less time. So really, a 13-episode arc in Yu-Gi-Oh! is really only about five episodes of plot-driven right. stuff. 
Yeah, that's a tight, tight window. It's tight. It's hard to do. And so I think, Nicholas, if you expand this arc a little bit, you make it 20 episodes, I think you have enough time to do what you wanted to do. Um, But it does feel a bit rushed. And we'll see what happens. I'm still very hopeful, Yuga Asana. I'm very hyped for it. I think it's going to be a good duel. But thank you, Nicholas, for the donation. It's an interesting comment here. Zero writes, did anyone get the reference in the ending? It's a Dog of Flanders reference, which I just looked up. Yeah. Like an old Japanese like anime show. Is that what he's talking about? Yeah, it's uh, it's the scene where the angels are looking over the huddled yeah. bodies. Yeah, it, it absolutely is a reference to that Dog of Flanders. I had seen someone pointed that out, Zero. But yeah, thank you for mentioning it. We hadn't mentioned it tonight. Cool reference. We love our Easter eggs. And Sevens is littered with them, which is... Always cool. Yeah, they do a good job, even when they throw in a monster from a previous show. They really do a good job. Yeah, like the, the Typhoon monster today that they threw in. Yeah, they do a good job with that. Oh, that's right. They did do that. Yeah. Very old monster. Solid Snack donated $5. Thank Canadian dollars. And said, super fun episode. There you uh, go. Dove wrapped the goat. Worried about the next two episodes. But could be a great group. I wonder what the fourth arc will be. Hope there's more Mimi and Roa. I definitely think we're getting more Mimi. Oh, I think we're getting more Roa too. Yeah, fourth arc, I think we're going to get more Mimi. I think Mimi's going to become more corrupted by the helmet. And I think she could be the final yeah, villain. What's her and um, what's, the, what's the drone, right? Right, right. So I think we're going to get that in the next um, episode. And yeah, that's the thing. If you If the comedy landed for you in this episode, Sora... You probably really enjoyed it. This was a very yeah. comedic-based episode where either the comedy hits or it doesn't. And, you know, Sevens is obviously majority comedy, but there have been other duels that have used comedic moments. Roman Sushiko is, for instance, there were a lot of comedic moments in that, but there were other aspects of that duel and that episode that you could fall back on and enjoy. Yeah. Yuga and Asana's scene, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Asana's scene at the end under the blood moon with her crew. That's right. Um, and even... Roman and Sushiko just having those exchanges and, and Sushiko getting the win uh, and talking about Guitarist M. And even in that episode, Rook, remember he turned the TV channel. He was even a, an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> everything. Rook, Rook does everything. Um, so, you know, this was a very comedic, heavy episode. But solid snack. I'm happy you enjoyed it, and thank you for the donation. Absolutely. Um, let me, you guys are donating a lot, so let me scroll back. Thank you, guys. Uh, Kaio is here. Uh, Kyle was crazy. Yeah, he donated his five Brazilian dollars. Thank you, Kyle. And, and said the duel was great. Uh, Luke could have lost as the pigeon duel style counters almost all of his moves. Yeah. Also, what a punch that snow scene. Yeah, that snow scene was great. Um, that snow scene was great. Yeah, I, I, you know, the duel, we haven't even really talked about that because I feel like the characterization yeah. kind of... The duel was pretty st- interesting. The duel know? was not bad. I did not mind the duel at all. And, I, I and would it, agree with it Kyle. It makes more sense to... Instead of go mono e mono with Rook's style and try to match him for power, it makes more sense to try to trap and trick him. Yeah. And that's kind of the way to slowly get to him. Yeah. And he, he almost was successful. He got him down to 200 life points. Yeah. So. Dueling action was really good. Kyle, thank you so much for the donation, man. Really appreciate it. Sean Gilbride's here. 11-11? Yep. Donated his 11-11. And said, Thank you, Sean. And said, my family, quote, go outside and get fresh, fresh air. It's finally about 40 degrees. Me, who needs fresh air when Yu-Gi-Oh exists and I own every Yu-Gi-Oh DVD? Wow. Well, that, that is a great point, Sean. I hope when the weather gets a little warmer than 40 degrees, which is Fahrenheit for you people watching over in Europe. Um, does uh, South America use Celsius as well? No, pretty much everywhere in the world uses Celsius uh, but us. Oh, okay. So, so to, a, to anyone that's not in the United States, <laughs> we're, we're not talking 40 degrees Celsius. It's not that warm. It's um, Actually, it's 40 degrees Celsius. Would that kill you? How warm is that? I don't know. I don't, that might I don't be know. like 150 degrees. I don't, Guaranteed I, it's boiling. <laughs> 
Right. Like 40 degrees Celsius Fahrenheit. It's cold. Uh, it's only eight degrees above freezing, if that makes sense. So it's probably like three degrees yeah. Celsius. So it, it's always funny, too, where it's like, yeah, go outside. It's 40. And it's like, yeah, that's how bad it's been here. Yeah. Like, especially here in the East Coast and in the middle of the country for all you Texans. Like, <laughs> 40 degrees is a blessing. Yeah, for, for, it really is. It really is. Summer cannot come soon enough. But, Sean, enjoy your Yu-Gi-Oh! DVDs. Yeah, Thank 40, you for the donation. 40 Celsius would be would be hot because 100 Celsius is boiling. So okay. That's probably the temperature you boil water at is 100 Celsius. Yeah. So we definitely don't want to get that. Hold on. Why do we use Fahrenheit, by the way? Uh, it's an old, outdated... It's the same way of why we're... we're it's part of the metric system where we're not on the metric system. It'd be, it'd be 104. That's like Florida in the summer. Yeah. That's not... Or Jersey in the summer, even. It's like how it's we hot, use but... miles instead of kilometers yeah. and pounds instead of kilograms and all that. It's annoying. Yeah. We almost changed over in the 70s, and then we realized it would be too expensive to change all of our signs throughout the country for the accident. Good. And that was that. Good. Yeah, life's fun. Yeah. U.S. Love it, dude. Uh... Zephyr donated five pounds. Zephyr, thank you so much, man. And said, "Thank you." What would your thoughts be if Luke became a much more serious character, like his other self? He dueled when he went to the uh, that other world. I I would like it. I'd be totally um, down. And you know what? I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. And I feel like this was the case with Rook early in the show. I wouldn't mind him being a bit of a buffoon when he's not dueling. Mm-hmm. And then when he duels, he can, he's able to kind of flip the switch. Mm-hmm. You know, when he's able to be serious. Like, we've seen very serious turns and serious moments from him before. Obviously, he loves Rush Duels. He loves promoting Rush Duels. We saw that in his backstory episode early in this arc. And when he dueled himself, even when his other self was furious, he was very serious in that duel as well. So I I would like that a lot. It doesn't even need to be all the time. Like, I'd still love for him to be a goofball outside of the duels and for him to be the main, like, comedic person. I, I wouldn't have any issue with that, but... You know, I I would like him to be a little more little more serious. I would love if he was that serious self that he was. I really would. Like if he duels Roa, I want I want that to be like an intense where maybe they can poke fun at each other, like you know where Roa yeah. will, but not have scenes where Rook is having like a mental breakdown on the field because we've seen that now twice. And roll in a literal ball. Yeah, we've seen it twice in really not counting the duel against Otis and not counting the duel against himself. Two of his last three duels, unless I'm wrong about that. Um, Oh, no, because he dueled Arata after Schrodinger. So I am yeah, wrong about what, what a meaningful but, duel. But two of his last four duels, he's had, like, a breakdown that Yuga said to pull him out of. Yep. The first time it was cool, but, like, now it's... It well, he had a breakdown better. going into the Arata duel because he was locked in a cage. That's right. That's right. Oh, my God. It was supposed to be Roman. So, like, stuff like that that he's used for, I don't mind that at all. Yeah. That's funny to me, but, like... Well, remember the, the problem he got them in when he broke the, all the screens and he yeah. went into that room? He ate all the food? Yeah. yeah. He, he's just a mess, man. He's, a mess. He's, he's becoming more of a mess as the show goes on. Absolutely. Yeah. Ice Aiden donated $2. Thank you, Ice. And said, I'm tired if this duel, uh, of this duel, I guess he meant. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to Asana. Yeah, absolutely. Agree. Yeah, there you go. 100% agree. Ice Aiden, we share the sentiment, man. And we are going back to Asana, so don't you worry. Uh, in Asana, we trust, as I say. I say it, and thank you for the donation. You just started saying it. Janeth Ernest donated five Canadian dollars. Thank you, Janeth. And said, hey, Dylan, I'm playing, uh, I assume she meant planning to start my own channel, and I was wondering if you would be interested in a video on how Vrains impacted the Yu-Gi-Oh! meta. 100%. I don't, uh, Janeth, first of all, thank you for the donation. Good luck on starting the channel. I don't know if I'm the best person to do that channel with you. And I, I say that because 
I don't really know enough about the Yu-Gi-Oh meta and the history of the Yu-Gi-Oh meta. I know Firewall Dragon obviously was an issue. Gokis were great. Altergeists were great. Trickstars were great. There was a lot of really, really good potent decks um, that did affect the meta, but Salomon Greats. Um, but I, I don't think I know enough in depth about it um, where I would be able to help you with that. It would just be a very basic understanding, but... Yeah, hit me up, Janeth. Message me on Twitter. If you're in the Discord, message me on Discord. I'd love to help you. I, I love helping people with any sort of videos if they want to have me. And Janeth, thank you for the donation. I really appreciate it. Let's jump back here. Uh, Nicholas Horton donated another 10 pounds. Thank you, Nicholas. And said, I'm not happy that Roman didn't duel any of the Machine Cavalry Club members yeah. during this arc. And Sevens doesn't really have a villain threat like all the previous shows had i.e. a world ending scenario well i mean we're only, not yet we're only what 37 episodes in yeah i mean we're still it's still early you know what's crazy i'm thinking about it now every single Yu-Gi-Oh, maybe besides the original has by this point established a world ending possibility <laughs> Did they really? yeah at thir right 37 episodes in for gx 5d Zell, so i'm literally about to, i'm about to reach that point you're about to reach that point where there's there's something there that is going to destroy the world so actually Great. sevens is a little behind him i don't know if we're ever going to get that to be honest mr goa brings the biggest potential of that happening or maybe a threat that we have not seen yet but i don't know if we're going to get that nicholas i don't know man We'll see. I think Sevens, when it's all said and done, is going to be unique in a lot of its regards. And I don't know if they would do a world-ending threat in, in, in this show. And they don't have to. They definitely don't have to. That's obviously not what defines a good Yu-Gi-Oh show. I mean, look at Arc 5. Um, all right, next. Thanks, Tony. Sorry. Sorry to, any, sorry to any big Arc 5 fan out there. Listen, I, I you guys know how I feel about Arc 5. I, I, I don't hate Arc 5, obviously, but the ending was very disappointing. Could have been uh, one of the great shows, man. Could have been the greatest. Uh, yeah, fifty episodes in, when they after a great start, when they announced that Jack and Crow were going to be in in the synchro dimension, I was like, this is going to be the best Yu-Gi-Oh ever, e easily, hands down. And legacy characters, ironically, might have been the reason that it went downhill so quickly. Yeah, among a lot of things, Battle <laughs> Beast did not help. So I got to mention Battle <laughs> Beast. You check out that video. Uh, X-Layer donated another $5. X-Layer, thank you, said, dude. said, Dylan, what was the longest episodes a protagonist had never dueled? So I guess the longest between, mm -hmm. like, episodes. Oh, boy. Um, Yusaku. Yusaku what, between... When he was knocked out? No, not when he was knocked out. Between Bowman, 102... His next on-screen full duel was against I in, I think, 118. This has, like, what, 16, 16 17 episodes. I know he dueled one of I's clones when Silver... Right, but it, it was cut between didn't, three Yeah, it didn't them. really count. No. I don't know if you could find a situation where a Yu-Gi-Oh! protagonist went. That's a good That's a good question, X-Layer, off the top that of my head. That could be a good video. I think it's Yusaku. That was a great video idea. When he dueled Bowman, and then when he dueled I. I think that might be the longest stretch, honestly. Damn. Yeah, which is crazy. I think that might be the longest stretch. And I remember saying that. I remember saying it's crazy that because I kind of became the protag in that season. That's really what, what happened. Um, but, he really was. He really was the protag yeah. at that point. So if it started in 117, 15 episodes, then yeah, that's, that's probably, I, I'd say good chance that that's probably what it was. But maybe you guys, there was, a, there was also, also a moment 
during season two where you say was out of commission for a little bit, um, but I don't think it was 15 episodes. And then Judah, Judah, I don't think you could find three episodes in a row where Judah didn't have a duel in. I mean, the amount of usage that Judah got in that show. And then Yugi was used very often. Um, Zale, Yuma was used very often. Yeah, I think it's got to be Vrains. I think it's got to be Vrains. Yusaku, probably 15 episodes. That's something that I got to look up. But that. That's definitely a good Great question, XI. Thank you for the donation. Alan Wilkinson donated two pounds and said, Dumbest Rook versus Yuga Duel. Wonder what happens. Yeah, I think based on where they're going, I think if they dueled right now, I, be Yuga, Yuga right? would win. Yeah. yeah. You can't give him another loss, especially to his homeboy. Yeah, they're, Again. they're in a tricky spot with Yuga because assuming he beats Asada, you know, is he going to go undefeated the rest of the show? Probably not. No, but at the same time, I feel like you could make the impactful loss next arc be Rook. And, like, right. it's like, wow, this guy oh, yeah. lost a single time. When Rook loses, lo- yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that fully. Um, thank you for the donation, Alan. I really appreciate it, man. Hope, I know it's late in the UK. Thank you for being here. We're going to do a couple more donations, and then we are going to make our picks for Yuga versus Asana round two. Definitely stay tuned for that. Electric Kevin donated five Australian dollars. Thank you, Kevin. And said, the opening showed us the three villains of the arc and Otis. What if Otis plays a massive role in the next arc, maybe even being the villain of that arc? Yeah, I he definitely... It's 100% possible. Yeah, yeah. You want, to speak, you want to speak on that? I think it's um really Otis we've only dealt with in a major way in the first arc. And I feel like we have, pur- <laughs> we have purposely stayed away from that. And now, to have that opening shot of all of those characters, of an Asana, of a Roa, of a Yuga, all, all, Neil was, I think, in that as well, all leading up to Otis, who we know is behind a lot of this creation of how Yuga got, you know, Seven's Road, like, all these things happening. I could easily see him being a villain. Or, he thinks he's the hero against the President Drone, but he really is willing to go with the same lengths as them, right. and that makes him just as bad. The thing we do not know about that scene, and Kevin, thank you for the donation. The thing we do not know about that scene, what is Otis's connection with Asana? We know that, it, you can interpret that scene two ways, because Shiose pointed out a few weeks ago, it could be that Otis is the origin. And, and they're all coming and down. And they're all coming down, right. and they've all come from Otis's yes. influence. So there's two different ways, but either way you interpret it, there is there has to be he's, a connection he's between the link. There's a he's the link, and there has to be a connection between Asana mm-hmm. and Otis. We know the connection between Otis and Yuga. We know the connection between Otis and Neil, and we know the connection between Otis and Roa. Yeah. What is the connection between Otis and Asana? Is that going to be revealed in this next duel? Was I would imagine there has to be some connection between them based on that opening shot. Let me drop a crazy thing. Drop, drop it. You ready? Drop it. Yeah. Otis drop. was a Goha employee. He was a company man in line. He was a huge influence on why Asana's grandfather got thrown to the wolves and that Goha took over. He then, somewhere along the line, realized this isn't right, and he went against the company, Hmm. realizing that maybe Asana in that group is right to have that stuff, but because of that history, Asana's going to hate him. So you think he he could have a... Big he, role to play in dismantling the influence. What if he was of, one of the top men? He, he was one of the top people. Well, we know he worked there. Yeah. We know he worked there. That's not a theory. So, um, I think that, that could be a possibility. Right now, I wouldn't even say that's a crazy theory. Yeah. I would say that that makes well, I sense. I write for the show. I so know I'm, you do. I'm basically just telling you what's going to happen. Okay, well, thank you. I'm going to note it. <laughs> Pete. But I, I think it's a possibility. 
Yeah, definitely a possibility. Um, and the show does does a great job of linking everything together. Yeah. And so I feel like that that's a nice tight like a little bow we could put on this. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Thank you for the donation, Kevin. Kyle donated another five Brazilian dollars. Thank you so much, Kyle. And said the father one was the most believable. Just look to Mimi and her husband. Also, imagine a duel between uh, Rook and Yuga. Now, who's gonna uh, cheer Rook up? Yeah, I'm. That that's true. I'm. Uh, I still believe that Yuga would win if they dueled tomorrow. Yeah, and I feel like the group would be pretty split on who to go for, right? Oh, I think they might they'd all go for Yuga. Yeah, you think? I don't think they hate Rook. He no, just, but he's the annoying little brother. But who would know? Roman pick? Who would Roman? Pick? I mean, she's probably gonna pick Yuga. Who's gonna? Who's Gakuto going to pick? He might just stand there. No, <laughs> I think he would pick Yuga. I mean, who's Ron's gonna pick? Rid of Suke, maybe he'll pick Rook. What if Ron falls in love with Rook and thinks that Rook's in love with him? Oh my god, don't even... Oh. She has, what, 73 guys or whatever? Yeah, 73. They're gonna happen. What is up, dude? I love it. I love Ron's. And just look to, to Mimi and her husband, yeah. The father one could be the most believable. It probably is, Kyle. Honestly, yeah. it probably is, dude. It really could. And thank you for another donation. I still think Galleon's the father of, of, um, of Yoshio. Stop it, Rook. That would be crazy, wouldn't it be? Imagine if we get our first romance scene in the show. And first and Yu-Gi-Oh! romance scene, and it's it's Galliant and Mimi. I'd be for it. <laughs> I'd be for it. I really wouldn't be. You could really build that up. Oh, my God. All right. You want to do some picks? Uh, yes, let's do some picks. So we are going to get to all the rest of the donations. We always get to the donations. Uh, every single one we get. Everyone that has donated, thank you so much. You don't know how much it uh, helps me and how great it is. We are getting to the spoilery section um we're gonna read the 38 summary 39 summary i will let you know right now we can just text each other directly yeah we don't want to text those guys i will let you know right now that it really does not give away anything at all it just doesn't okay i'm cool so, with that. Do are you ready yeah send it let me know when you're ready uh, ready all right three two one Today, uh... They sent it to me. So again, if you want to leave, and thank you all for making this for your uh, Wednesday night again. Leave. This is the time. We don't have the cast, which is interesting. We don't know who's speaking in these episodes. So we don't know if, um, maybe Odin's will return. We don't know. Episode 38, Maximum Unearthed. Yugen and company have found the prototype dual discs. As they've discovered the Machine Cavalry Club's secret... Asana shows up and challenges Yuga to a duel. Thus begins the decisive showdown with Rush dueling and the pride of the Machine Cavalry Duel Club at stake. Episode 39, the finale of the season. Take back the Mutsuba name's pride. Yuga and Asana are having fun with their duel. Asana wants to take back her family's pride. That's it. Very brief there. Um, who, so not, nothing really shocking. No, nothing not shocking. Um, it's cool that we'll learn the secret of the club. Yeah, which I have I mean, a feeling. They had to. I have a feeling that they'll discover it, and they're not going to reveal it to the audience until thirty-nine. That's what I have a feeling they're going to go this with. This means, and then right, and then Asana interrupts, yeah. and Yuga's putting the pieces together as he duels her. Yeah. Um, and maybe the secret is the ability to maximum without needing to sacrifice your dueling accounts. Could be. Definitely could be. I don't know. And they had it in the old way that they dueled in the right. you know, in the Calvary Club. Right. Could be. Yeah. Or maybe he'll unearth a new... Well, no. 
He wouldn't do that because they would have revealed the cards if he was going to unearth like an old mechanic, you know, like a fusion he, he or something. He a, a D wheel, and then like we we just go he's gonna. Well, we had Jack's D wheel. That's what I'm saying. In the museum, we he's know gonna, it exists. He's going to unearth Yusei's D wheel. Yeah, and unbelievable. Does this mean? And then Asana's going to yeah. bust, and then they'll never go back to it. Um, so actually, we just you don't even need to watch 38. We just told you what's going to happen. Told you exactly what's going to happen. Um, Yuga versus Asana, round two. Who are you picking, dude? Picking Yuga. Okay. Um, I feel like to end the arc, it would be insanely shocking. I would love it. But it'd be insanely shocking if Asana beats him again. Uh, and we're going to probably go uh, maximum v maximum here in this episode. I think there's, I would imagine, going to explain how Yuga gets back his maximum. And maybe how uh, Asana has won in the first place. Yeah. I feel like the, those are things we need to answer in the next couple episodes. But yeah, by and far, if we're ending an arc, it's got to be Yuga. Uh, Calibro and Nick T have picked Yuga. Uh, I am picking Yuga as well. Uh, so the whole crew here at Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything is picking Yuga. Um, same reasons you said. Listen, I, I will say this. I hope I'm wrong. I hope there's some great. shock result. It would be awesome. Um, and it's going to be disappointing that, same with Nail, and it's just there's not enough time with these 13-episode arcs. They didn't duel again. I wish Nail had a second win. I wish Asana had a second win. Is it necessary? No. But I wish that both of those characters had a chance to duel someone other than the protagonist to beat them and then to get defeated by them. Mm. So we'll see. Asana's dueling with her family pride on the line. I think Yuga is going to be able to... The outcome of this is not going to be where Asana is going to hate Yuga. It's going to be very similar to Nail and Roa, yeah. where he'll leave an impact on their heart. That's the kind of guy that Yuga is. And then we'll move to 40. We'll see what the new threat is. But I do expect the Machine Cavalry Duel Club to... Uh, to take an L here, and I'm, I'm picking Yuga. Shiose uh, said she doesn't do pick'ems, uh, but she puts her money on a tie draw, no result. Wow. Well, Shiose does not participate in the pick'ems. That's take, okay. Taking um, the bold choice. So listen, you can listen to the four of us. We all picked Yuga. You can come up with your own synopsis. By the way, the four of us, we've been wrong many times. And actually, but we've had a better track record when we all picked the same of late. Oh, well, no, oh, because we got Finger Chicago Sebastian wrong. All four of us picked Sebastian. I mean, who, come on. All four of us picked Mimi to beat Yoshio. So that all four yeah, of us picked Roman maybe, to beat Sushiko. Maybe you're right. Maybe. Although Roman Sushiko, not a single, 96 entries, not a single person got right. that one right. That so ridiculous. I'm not going to be upset about that. That one doesn't count. Um, listen, I hope it's a tie-no result. That would be cool because that, that, would, be... that would mean that they still could be a threatening group in the next season and we just yeah. have a little bit of a break they're still here. gonna be around either way yeah I agree with that so there you go you can listen to Shiosei who subs the episodes and seems to have a better grasp of reality when it comes to the show than yeah, us she knows so, infinitely more than but we ever but Tino result is always a risky result to pick so we'll see it is we'll see what that's why I like it I like she's it too. She's, she's at the casino she's rolling the dice at the craps table yes but she's rolling again the metaphorical dice because while some of you are still in the running to win a PS5, yeah. to win an Xbox, a new Xbox, to win a Nintendo Switch, Shiosei's not participating. She's not. So she's, she's playing with the metaphorical dice. So if you are at the top of the leaderboards, just remember that. But that doesn't um, matter, though, because at the end of the day, if she's right, she still has bragging rights over us. Oh, yeah. Well, I think she has bragging rights about a lot of things over us. So I, I don't think she has to get this one right. But Very true. Shiosei, thank you for your pick, and hopefully you guys will send your pick to yugiopickum at gmail.com. Standings will be up, upgraded, uh, updated very soon. Hopefully. And uh, they, they will be. And, um, yeah, those are our thoughts on 3839. There's not too much to preface. I mean, no. we're not going to talk too much about what's going to happen after this because I think that's a good topic for episode 38. Absolutely. 
Because by 39's 7's up, we should have an idea of where we're going in 40. I think 38 will be a big theorizing episode going into the season finale. So we'll read some more donations. We'll take some more comments from you lovely people. And uh, we'll, um, yeah, we'll chat it out. Sounds good, because we got a lot of donuts to get through. Uh, Drago77Blue donated $5 and said, Thank you, Drago. I want to like Rook. I really do. But I think the writers are relying a lot on comedy on, on to Rook, and it just doesn't fit his character. I wonder, you know, I'm never going to get that theory out of my head that Shiose said that. Maybe they're purposely trying to make us dislike Rook. Yeah. For some sort of time. Now, now I'm starting to think that Shiose secretly lied to us, and she works for Konami, had insider knowledge on what's going to happen. She's an official translator hired by them. They give her, they give her heads ups. Right, and she's been lying to us the whole time and lying to the people. Because remember, she does the watch along. That's interesting. So that we'll We're keep on an eye. Yeah, We're on yeah. Shiose, we'll keep an eye out on that. Um, but no, Drago, you're absolutely. First of all, thank you for the donation, Drago. Yeah, Rook. Uh, He's my least favorite of the four now. I mean, listen, his just, stock went yeah, down in this episode. He and was when we did this, like back in episode probably five, my favorite. I was like, he was my favorite character, yeah. and now he's just—he's like a GameStop stock. He's just slowly. But have you seen what GameStop stock did it, today? It's coming back up. It shot back up. So maybe, up. maybe GameStop stock—that's why I had the reference—is right? metaphorical for Rook's character arc, where we all loved him. It crashed, which is where we're at it's now, and it's going to come back up. So we'll see what happens. GameStop, Rook. We talk it all here. Seven's up. You come here for Yu-Gi-Oh! You come here for financial advice. Yes, I do have to disclaim we are not a financial channel. Do not take our advice on anything financial. <laughs> we get sued. They told me to buy GameStop. Imagine that. <laughs> I don't think they would have any legal bounds even cutting a clip of this. It would be ridiculous. We'll get Judge Judy in there. Legendary Duels uh, yeah. is here. Oh, uh, JC. I'm interested because JC loved Rook. So I'm yeah. interested to see if he's going to defend Rook here. Or if he's going to be more like, ah, yeah. It is interesting. He donated $5 and he said, I will always love Rook. But I will say this episode annoyed me a lot. Wow. This is probably my least favorite episode and least favorite Rook duel. Wow. Um, I was super interested to see what JC was going to say about it. Legendary duels, as big a Rook fan as any. Um, Yeah, I... It was just, yeah, the episode, just a lot of things that they chose to do with him just didn't really fit what he has done previously. To not even go up to his opponent and check in on him, but rather to mock him while he, like, you know, walks by. Uh, the whole choice of that scene was weird, and it was, um, you know, I might look back at this and say, I dislike this more than the Schrodinger duel. You could. Even though I loved the backstory for Schwer and Asana. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, legendary. We could have done so much more with Yeah. That. Definitely a disappointing Legendary. And what was otherwise a pretty good arc for him, but, you know, we'll see. Hopefully he'll bounce back next Duel Man and... I'm I'm happy you will always love him. Listen, he, he's not he's not ruined. Somebody's got him. Well, no, he's no <laughs> He's not ruined by any means. He still has plenty of time to dance and do his thing. We'll see what happens next. But um, yeah, you know. I honestly, I wish that. Thank he, you for the donation, uh, JC. That he participated in that wind instrument competition. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see his his life and his skills outside of dueling. Yeah. His sister would have been so Like, bad. even, think about that Django duel. He got very angry and fired up because of a silly reason, right? So there was still comedy surrounding that because yeah. his sister pushed him to the limits and whatnot. Yeah. But he was serious in that duel, you know? And even though the reason was based in comedy, which is what we've seen with his character, and it works, that duel worked with Rook. But during the duel, this just was different. It just was different. But thank you again, Legendary. Oh, man. You yeah. good? Yeah, you guys are crazy. Uh, can't wait to read this one back. I really can't. 
Uh, Nick Schoner uh, donated $5. Thank you so much, Nick. And he said, do you guys think Roman should have dueled instead of Rook mm. since this was his third duel yeah. and she's the only one with Gakuto, uh, but his duel was better? Yeah. Um, great question. Gakuto should have dueled Galliant. Nick, I don't. Actually, I think Rook had to have dueled Schwer in the Pigeon because of what happened at the beginning of this. Yeah, and then his, his of this self, I mean, like... But who? But I would have had maybe Roman duel Django. Have him duel Django. Yeah, but, like, she... The way they wrote that... They, yeah, there weren't really many good opportunities There, was, there wasn't an opening because she's not going to get angry like he is. Plus, it's his sister that caused the anger. Would Roman versus Tiger have made sense? Not really, because Yuga was the one that inspired yeah. her. Roman doesn't really have it that It doesn't kind fit. Of... They, they didn't really give a there, lot there of was, avenues yeah, for Roman this arc. Yeah, this, it, yeah, I completely agree with that. So, Nick, great question there. Thank you for the donation. I, I really just... There were no... There were no spots in this arc that made yeah. sense for Roman. She was just kind of there after she the Sushi Go duel. This was, again, very under the radar. A horrible arc for Roman. Yeah. Really bad. And her and Gakuto in this duel particularly were like the meta. Well, I love them in this duel. They were great. That was the highlight of this. Yeah, Yeah. they were like breaking the fourth wall talking to us directly. Um, I will say this, though. On the other end of it, because even though this was a very bad arc for Roman, this by no means kills her character or means she's a horrible character. Because I've seen some people, you know, make that assumption. That's one extreme. That's not a good assumption to make. But it was a bad argument. You run into issues, right, when you just, when you have four main characters plus a lot of significant side characters. And this group has three villains, so one's going to get left out. Yeah, and you only have 13 episodes. Like, it's very hard to have everybody get their time in the spotlight. Absolutely. It's a difficult thing to juggle. Absolutely. So, yeah, if they rewrote it, would I have had... Rook take up three duels? Probably not. No, but I, I, yeah. But the way they wrote it, it's very difficult to fit Roman somewhere in there. Yeah. They would have had to rewrite a lot of that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just trying to think, Nick. I don't know where I would have put her in that made sense. So I would have definitely liked her to get another duel, but I don't know where I would have put her in. Now, granted, even though this arc was a a, a D minus for her, that's what I would give her in this arc. Yeah, it was rough. um, I still believe that she's fine. I'm not worried about her character long term, but I'm looking. If I'm looking at the scope of this particular arc, this was a bad arc for her. It was. Um, first two arcs I thought were really good. This was bad. It happens. It happens. Yeah, you can't. No, I mean, think about Gakuto. Gakuto was, was basically dead last episode. The, the, last the very first arc I did not think was very good for Gakuto. Yeah, he became a meme. Yeah. The second arc was a little better at the but end. He, he had some rough parts in there too. In yeah. The second arc. Yeah, and this arc he was great. Yeah. So like, listen. Plenty of time, time to turn it around. And time. if Roe is going to be more involved in this next arc, which I think he yeah. will, then we'll Ro- get the, we'll Roman, get the band. Roman will be involved too. Back up, Gu- I guarantee it. Davis is here. Donated $2. Davis, we hope you're doing well, recovering from your uh, surgery, man. Thank you so much yes. for the donation. Yes, Thank you, Davis. Prayers out to you. Yes. Remember when Rook had devil powers? Remember that? Wow. Remember wow. That? Good point. I hope... I don't have to add that on my top uh, top well, five like, forgotten he's been wearing story the lines. Watch, right? Yeah, they've strayed away from that. Um, I'm yeah, I, it's it, it's not enough time for me to say it's been scrapped. I don't think it's been scrapped, but it's, we I guess it just didn't have a usage in these last couple of duels. Yeah, and like he also doesn't really know what it is or how it works or anything, so it, it just didn't summon itself here in this arc. Last we saw it was against Arata in episode twenty two. So, but it made sense there because that was to, 
to stop. He was trying to stop the yeah. cheating, and then obviously yeah. he, he couldn't. So we're going to be almost 50% now of the show. We had 22 episodes where that was a feature, and then we might have 22 episodes where it's not a feature. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. But they'll get back to that, Davis. I'm, I'm actually not – Sevens doesn't make me worried about forgotten storylines. No. They'll address that again, Davis. But it is feel, weird that it's I just feel on. like he doesn't have a lot of control of it and also was it needed. Yeah. Like, there, I, I can't think of a moment where I'm like, man, it would be really good to launch a mini EMP here. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, you're right. It, like, you it, know, it that just, wasn't really a moment. It, it wasn't really needed. You're so. right, yeah. But, Davis, thank you for the donation, dude. Uh, Kyle donated another five Brazilian dollars. Thank you so much, Kyle. And said, I feel like Rook uh, has thank two writers, for one for serious scenes and one for comedic scenes. Episode 27, the serious, the, the one uh, loses the duel and gets fired. So, how about that? Yeah, you want to speak on that? Maybe, maybe they both, the two of them, they're going to have a duel, or they had a duel already, and one of them got fired, these writers. But you really do feel like that, right? Like, No, I you, do. You I feel, because what was episode 27? Was that... That's when he dueled himself. That's when he dueled himself. You definitely felt more serious tones there, and then you get an episode like this, and you're like, what? what is going on? It, um, yeah, his character was just, again, perplexing, and I thought he was just mischaracterized to a degree in this episode. Yeah. It was, it's, it was strange. It really was. Yeah, I just, I really didn't like it. Uh, Kyle donated another $2 and said, sad scene, Rook. I'm going to end this whole scene. Yeah, No, but that's what happened. Yeah, he really did that, That was though. a very sad scene, and I was actually very invested in that scene. I'm like, okay, we're going to get Asana and the grandfather taking them back to the cabin and you know, nursing them back to health and maybe Asana and Schwark can have a little bit of dialogue in this flashback. We're going to get a reason to really be able to relate and care about these this group and these characters. And then Rook is just cuckooing away as he walks past them and struts past them, doesn't even check in on his opponent. I don't know. I, I just really did not like that at all. Rubbed you the wrong way. Yeah, I just, I, yeah, I just did not think it was well executed. A couple things. Um, I do see everybody's comments, but I'm also managing everything here. Uh, yeah, Cammy pointed out what Shiose's message was, which uh, Shiose saying it doesn't seem like the arc is ending exactly, possibly because remember that time slot change mentions that there's still also a Goha six. Oh, so, I did not know that. So that that was something that was dropped in there. Huh. Um, and then Elaine hmm. came in here and mentioned you and said, what about that girl on the phone with Mr. Goha? Yeah, no, that's still so, going to be so a So that's still revolving around. And I, I haven't forgotten about yeah. that. I don't think you've forgotten no. about that. Um, but that's an interesting point, that that time slot switch, which is going to be around episode 4041, um, actually I think it's closer to 4243, says that they're still going to be at Goha 6. I actually was not familiar with that it's the same so but Chiyose would would know that's definitely that's a very good source so it's definitely true um that's weird that's interesting that would make it seem like maybe something I just, weird Asana's not gonna win if Asana wins dude I'm gonna lose my mind in a good way in a good way interesting interesting points guys I'm very interested to see how that goes yeah that's yeah, you can read the next one. I want to see exactly what episode that time slot switch is because they're, yes. they're also taking a week off. Nichols Horton donated five pounds and said, uh, this is the first Yu-Gi-Oh! show where the main girl hasn't been mind-controlled or brainwashed by the villain. So far, Nick. So far. 
So we're far, 30, we're only thirty-seven episodes in. Yeah, I, I, time. I think that'll last. I, I don't think they're going to go down that. They've done a good job, and they've done a very good job with. Not only have they done it, and yes, this arc we bashed her. We bashed the well, way her. You could say their brainwashing in here was starving her in the first arc. Yeah, I guess you, 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 you could make that. But case. it wasn't by a villain. It was no, a up. that was her cousin. Yeah, who also slammed her against the wall. Yeah, um, don't forget that. Never forget. No, never forget. Nick T likes to forget. Yeah, he yeah, does, which is concerning. Very um, concerning, because you know, because they're music guys, right? So well, that's he's the thing. trying to give them, you know, right? I think Nick T made the comment. He was like, "Yeah, you know, he was just in the heat in the moment, and you know, it was messed up." Um, so Roa and Roman, mainly Roman, um, even though she had a because Roa just wasn't here this arc, even though she just had a bad arc, I still think she's been handled well overall. I think the girls in this show have been handled extraordinarily well overall so quality and quantity right? it blows any other Yu-Gi-Oh show out of the water so close. i'm i'm not too worried about that nicholas but it's a great point it really is a good point and thank you for the donation it's greatly appreciated my man kyo on a tear tonight donated another 2 dollars and thank said, you kyo fourth arc roa fights mom the band arc Oh my god, mom dude. fight, dude. Dude, that... Nick T is in the show? What if that's what Nick T... That's, he's not here right now because he's recording VO. Wow. There wow. you go. Just blew, blew up the whole thing. Yeah. Now we know. Wow, thank you for that leak, Kyle. So there you go. You guys have the next arc. <laughs> I love that, Kyle. Thank you, for the, thank you for the donation, dude. By the way, can you do exclamation mark uh, Twitch on I there? of course can. Thank you, my man. I am streaming a lot over on Twitch, literally like four or five, sometimes six days a week. Yeah, you're insane. Thank you. I am, but I love it. Um, it's very intimate over there where we get to hang out because it's a smaller like crowd. Now, can and we play some more romantic music? Yeah, I'll play the, you know, the whatever that music is. I need a soundboard. Uh, please follow me over there if you're interested in more streams. We do Mario Kart. We do Fall Guys. Um, I just got a PS5. It's in my kitchen unopened. Uh, we're going to be doing a Demon Souls probably 12-hour stream this Friday. Maybe 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. you got to play that through the night. So uh, that's going to be a spooky game, I'm sure. It's that the only, only Soulsborne game I've never played. Only Soulsborne game I've never played. So, uh, yeah, hopefully you can come by. And uh, we're close to 1,350 followers. You guys are all amazing over there. Thank you very much. Shiose also pointed out they're switching over in episode 43. Okay, I thought it was 42. Because so. I thought they were taking a week off, Shiose. Aren't, isn't the last week in March they're, they're skipping? I might I might be wrong about that. If they're not skipping, then it's 43. Um, I, I was under the impression that they were skipping the last week in March. And the time slot was beginning first week in April. I, I might be completely wrong about that. So just look for what Shiose says to that. I am. I definitely am. Also, uh, was asked, do you have uh, any Danganronpa is still on the table over there on Twitch? Probably. Yeah, probably. I, who asked that? Uh, is this Corlinium, it looks like? Corlinium, how you doing, man? Um, yes, I, I probably will. The thing, the problem with Danganronpa and longer games like that is, you know, they take 50, 60 hours to beat. Yeah. So I have to dedicate a lot of time but to I mean, that. Just put, if you're on six days a week, just the whole week is just you Danganronpa. 10 hours. If I did it full time, I, I might bang it, it out. Could so we'll it. see. It's it's on the table, but there's no plans for it, if that makes sense. Maybe in some longer streams. Yeah, you do absolutely. Like absolutely. Alan Wilkinson donated another $2, two pounds, and said, uh, secret weapon to defeat Rook, topologic maybe. Well, that's it. That's the connection. Who said that? That was Alan Wilkinson. Alan Wilkinson, dude. That's it. He just figured out. He just he figured out the secret of the show. He figured right out there. sevens. It's right there. Top Legina Navy. Yeah. Top, Top Logic Navy. We we never made that Call Me Navy song. 
<laughs> well, that's because Cal. Hey, in, I in just doodled you. That's, that's right. <laughs> that's why. Yeah. So he was here the last year and a half. Exactly. Hey, I just dueled you, and this is crazy. So here's my dual disc. Call me maybe. She um, also said last week of March goes into April fourth, so it's the same week. April fourth is the time slot change. Oh, I guess I'm dumb. I, I, I'm sorry. I thought I knew how to read a calendar. Obviously, I don't. But, so we're changing at 43 then. Okay, thank you for that. We're changing at 43. Yeah. But, uh, hold on. Let me, let me see this. Let me see this. You don't believe her? No, of course I do. Uh, I, so I meant, I meant last week as in the March 26th episode slot. I should have been more clear about that. March 26th. Isn't there no episode March 26th and 27th? And then it switches April 3rd, April 4th. I mean, I just could be completely wrong. Listen, it's been a long time you since You were I... dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I worded it wrong. I should have said the last weekend of the month. That's what I should have said. Um, next one. Alan, Alan, thank you. Next, Dodo. Uh, Anonymous is here. Anonymous anime lover. Oh, thank you so much, Anonymous. Donated $10 and said, Hi, Dylan and Pete. How's your night? It's going well. How was yours? Very uh, good, yes. I'll be streaming again Friday night at 7.30 p.m. I'll catch up on 7s on Saturday. Long live Yu-Gi-Oh. Long live Yu-Gi-Oh. Anonymous, keep killing it over on Twitch. I would assume that's Eastern time, right? Eastern yeah, Eastern time. time. Yeah, she's on the East Coast with us. Um, I always get, you know, very um, thankful when Anonymous Anime Lover comes by. Not yeah. only is she just a great human being, but, I mean, in the Legends scroll bar, she'll probably always be number one. You've done so much for me, so much for my channel. Ever since I first started streaming... $10, very generous donation. Anonymous, thank you so much. Long live Yu-Gi-Oh. I love how she always says that, by the way. Yeah. Long live so Yu-Gi-Oh. We're, we're trying to will it. We're trying to will Yu-Gi-Oh 8, yeah. which could be announced could. at the end of this year. Or this could be it. We're done. Well, well yeah. We're let's, done. Let's not think about Over. that. Everything. Whole channel's gone. Would that be the end of Yu-Gi-Oh everything? Do you think it would? Realistically. We would probably do some after darks, I imagine, but for main content... Yeah, it, it, it could be over. Yeah, probably it. The channel would die. It, we'd just be on Twitch all the time. Yeah, the channel would die. die. That's yeah. sad, dude. Well, I mean, we'd still be on Twitch, so we still have something. No, I'd probably have to call it, dude. You call it. <laughs> no, <I'm good>. And <laughs> you know what, too? We should take it a step further. Call Cal. Call our friendship. Oh, call our friendship. Oh, I and thought you were going to say get rid of Caliber and Nick T's streams. No, we could. Yeah. I mean, they're basically like... Caliber's going to be gone for the next month. He ain't streaming. His channel's dead. Shiose also said, uh, Shiose has no idea whether they're skipping or not. It would be weird if they did, though, because nothing is happening in Japan besides the end of the fiscal year. Yeah, I, um, I thought I read that they were, Shiose, but I could be completely wrong. No. Um, I, your manager's probably correct. And if we had Calibro here, he would, he would be able to know the finances. I know, of what's well, we'll see, and Shiose, that's why it sucks, guys, because if we had Calibro here, we would go over the financial reports of Konami, yeah. which I actually did a video. If you want to see the 2019... Two, two different videos. If you want to see the 2019 breakdown of Konami's... It's a real video in the channel, guys. I mean, this isn't this isn't a Yu-Gi-Oh! channel. It's not. It's just a... It's, it's a mess. It's, it's a mess of a channel with some Yu-Gi-Oh! content. It's our lives that we just... We with just some Yu-Gi-Oh! On content guys, on it. Basically, I, we, I did a video yeah. analyzing, and I brought Calibro in as a financial expert. Yeah. Two, two <laughs> different videos. Two different videos. Remember that. Never forget that. And then Dragon Claw goes, well, there's still those legacy reviews. Don't count on those. Dylan can't have a whole dead channel. He still won't upload those, so don't worry. Legacy review is going to come out by the end of the week. Yeah, sure it is, though. 
Next donation <laughs> is Anonymous again with another $10. Anonymous, and thank said, you. Please say hi to Nick T for me. You can see past videos now on my Twitch channel. Again, long live you gi That's exciting, Anonymous. We will definitely be checking out some of your Twitch VODs. Keep killing it on the streams. Long live Yu-Gi-Oh. Thank you for another generous donation. And we will pass along your hello to Nick T. Absolutely. Thank you, Anonymous. That cracks me up every time, dude. I yeah, lose I it every time. But you're going to do another one of those. It's going to happen. I mean, I have to at this point. It's going right? to happen. It's a meme at this point. Yeah, I have to at this point. <laughs> Legendary Duels came back and donated $5 and said, How will Yuga be able to defeat Asana? He hasn't trained or found a new way to maximum summoning since their first duel. Yeah, so great question, JC. Thank you for another 5 bucks, man. And uh, I really believe the answer lies within the secrets that they're going to uncover with the old Probably. dueling discs. Uh, I think Probably. he's going to get some card. He's going to get some strat. He's going to get some sort of idea on how to either utilize, utilize maximums or how to defeat maximums. And I think the answer to your question, Legendary, lies in whatever he's going to find um, at, the, uh, at the site where the dual discs are. That's my prediction. It's possible. Or it could be the old uh, classic. Yu-Gi-Oh! pulling out of your ass. The power of friendship <laughs> is how they pull Yes. Out. Yes. I wouldn't yeah, be mad if they did the power of friendship. Power of friendship. Yeah. But yeah, no. It's a good point, Legend. He hasn't trained at all. No. Uh, Yuga's literally... He's basically been chilling. Ever since he's lost, he went to Goa 6. He treated it like it was Hawaii. He's been sitting back, Straight sipping up. a martini with his yeah. feet on the table. At like, let's, let's go in this cave a little bit, but yeah. I won't even do any of the work to dig around. Kaizo and Sebastian are creating a distraction. Sebastian's dead. Yeah. Who cares? Gakuto's going to duel Galli and we're going to get sent to the, the... Yeah. I mean, literally, he hasn't done a he's single chilling. thing, yet he's manipulated everything. He's, he's I, I love Yuga, dude. He's, he's so... He, know, he knows. He's he so knows. good. He's, he's, such... play, he's playing the long game. Yeah, no. He's, he's playing... We're playing checkers. He's playing Check. Yeah, be check. yeah, he always, always. Yeah. I, dude, Yuga is, he's really good. I really like Yuga a lot. So I don't worry about Yuga. He'll, he'll be okay. Legendary. X Slayer donated another five dollars. Jesus, X Slayer, thank said, you, dude. Can't wait for that new ace to appear besides Yuga to end Asana, the maximum monster threat. So X Slayer, thank you so much for the donation. There was a rush duel monster that was revealed a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Based on the effect, it seems to be a maximum killer. Um, I forget what the effect exactly was, but I, I know the design of the monster. I can picture it in my head. I have a feeling, X-Slayer, you kind of just spelt it out for me, that that is going to be the monster he yeah. uses. That answers JC's question. To, to stop Asana and her maximums, yeah. X-Slayer, thank you, dude. And then I hope that she has something to back it up, where she, without a maximum, potentially, she can kind of still be in the fight. Still yes. be a threat. Yeah, I hope See so. See her skills, you know? I hope so. Goose is here. Goose. Donate five dollars. And what did he say when he donated five dollars? He said sending positive vibes and remember to keep it PG positively goose. And kindness, and kindness to, to everyone. everyone. Keep it, things man. PG positively. You're gonna get it one day. Yeah, I'm sorry. A goose, thank you so much for everything. Thank Gif you, goose. Gifted a sub last night in Twitch. Thank you, Goose. I hope you have a great rest of your night. Thank you, my man. And thank you for the donation. You're the best. Anonymous Anime Lover donated another $10. Anonymous, come on. 30 bucks. Thank you so much, Anonymous. And said, one quick question. Yeah, of Did course. the bird win against Luke slash Rook? Um, no. It's a spoiler, but you asked. Yeah. So I imagine you did wanted not. to know. The bird did not win. Yeah. Uh, Rook did win. Um, I think there would be a lot more... <laughs> I wouldn't be here. Yeah, I, I really do think you probably would not have done this. I wouldn't be here. Uh, I think there would have been a lot more of an issue if the bird beat Rook. Although yeah. the way Rook acted, I don't even know if I would have mind. Like, the, the way Rook acted, 
Like, 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 almost like he deserved yeah, it. Yeah, almost like he deserved it, honestly. Like, come on, dude. But no, Anonymous, to answer your question, um, the Rook did... The Rook. Rook did not lose to the bird. And I hope you catch up on Sevens. Let me know when you do catch up on Sevens what you think of this episode. A lot of mixed thoughts on it. Oh, yeah. She has a second question. Yeah, of course. She said, I saw your ceremonial duel video earlier, and in my opinion, Yusaku Akizuli, it's just a comment, in my opinion, Yusaku versus I is the ceremonial yeah. duel, but not Soul Burner versus Revolver. But it's great, though. Yeah, so Anonymous. And by the way, um, the support you guys have given me, it kind of reminds me that like if I make interesting content, people will actually That's watch so it. That's so weird, isn't it? Well, yeah, I make interesting content about once every three months now. Um, the ceremonial video, the last I saw it, had like 11,000 views, and it was only posted on Monday, and that is really, really good for my channel. So um, thank you guys so much for supporting that video. If you're interested, I rank all the ceremonial duels from every show. That's like, well, you can just go to my channel. It's the last video on there. So I just wanted to thank you for that support. Um, Anonymous, thanks for another donation. I would, the structure is weird because the protagonist is always involved in the ceremonial duel. So logic would tell you it is Playmaker versus I, but that's also the final boss duel. And the ceremonial and the duel. Of the world is yeah, and the ceremonial duel always follows the final boss duel, but there is no duel that follows the final boss duel. But Revolver versus Soulburner feels more ceremonial like. Yeah. But it doesn't follow the final boss duel and it doesn't have the protagonist. I don't know. Reigns is weird with the structure of it. Yeah. Um, if I had to pick one, if you, you know, held a gun to my head, forced me to pick one. I would say Playmaker versus I is the ceremonial duel. I just wanted to include Soulburner versus Revolver because I think you can make a very decent case that that was supposed to be the ceremonial duel. And, you know, you could just skip through whichever one you don't believe was the ceremonial duel. I just exclude it from my list and say, all right, Revolver versus Soulburner, I don't even count it because I don't consider it the ceremonial duel. Uh, but I wanted to just rank it just, just for the heck of it. A few people are shocked in the comments that they're saying that you still make videos. So they yeah, had, yeah, they had no idea. And I that, mean, your channel is basically like a wet napkin at this point. It's useless. Well, I, it's dead. I, no, I, I wouldn't say that. I mean, it's. I think it's a little more interesting than a wet napkin. It's, it's, I think the channel still has a decent amount of potential. We plateaued. We plateaued months yeah. ago. Yeah, that's all. We, we get about five new subs a month. Right, that's your fault. It's not my fault. Yeah, because you're not making any content right. to build the community. Well, I've I've gone to other outlets like Twitch and right. You know. Yeah. I'm, be, I'm trying to become an influencer on Twitter, you know, on Instagram. And TikTok. And t not, not TikTok, but Instagram, you know. I see that. Yeah. An influencer on Instagram. How's that going for you? Well, I've only uploaded one picture. Oh, oh, wow. So it's a lot harder than you might think. Yeah. Yeah. Stick in your lane, but Solid Snack donated two Canadian dollars and said, Yugi spent 17 episodes not dueling between 199 and 215 Yeah. Egypt stuff. Yeah. That's true. There That's, were there were really no duels in that period. Pyramid. There were no duels in that, that period. Does fit, though, pure, it does fit. Pyramid. Good call, Solid Snack. Yeah, great call. Actually, that's going to be our longest. I'm going to look more into that because that's fascinating. But Solid Snack probably has it. 17 episodes. Kind of a loophole there because that well, there wasn't really any dueling in that arc. Um, but still, it does count. It counts definitely. It does, yeah, does count definitely. Kyle continues and donates another five Brazilian. Kyle, man, come on, dude. And said Roman could have a tag duel with Rons and Pigeon with Rook, so she gets a duel and give more space for story than duels. Rons and Roman draw, Rook wins. Yeah, that could work. That would have worked. Yeah. yeah. Well, hold on. Let me Roman. So it would. It would be. So it's Roman against Rons and the Pigeon. You're saying. Or are you saying it's Roman versus Rons and the pigeon is with Rook? 
Comment it's, that. It, I, I think I think he meant Ron's and and uh, Roman and Rook would team up. Right. And against then, the pigeon and and Rock. Ron and Rook. No, against the Pigeon and Rons. Yeah, that's how many, I took there's it. Too many R's. There's too many R's. So Roman and Rook versus Pigeon and Rons. That's how I take it. And then Roman and Rons would have a moment where they draw with each other. They're yeah. eliminated, and then Rook would go on to defeat the Pigeon. Right. So Rook and Roman's so that, team that's wins. How the, that could work, and then you combine the last two episodes. Yeah. That could work, actually. It's a lot of R's. It's not, not a bad. But would you do a tag duel in Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens? I don't know. That's that's a concept that we've yet to see. Idea. I don't know if tag duels exist. So, cool. you know. We'll see. But it was uh, that's a good theory, man. It would have been. It would have been good to see it play out. Definitely. Um, X Slayer donated another $5. Thank you, X. And said, what I would like to put uh, Rook back in my top five is give him a character arc or had someone given him a nice whooping just for Lord's sake. Yeah, no, I mean, honestly, X Slayer, you know, you kicked this uh, stream off with that donation just saying that Rook is now your least favorite character. I'm not there yet by any means. Um, I still think he'd probably be a top 10 character for me, but for someone that I loved early on, he's plummeted quite a bit at the moment. And yeah, it's been rough. on that trajectory, he's going to keep just, I don't want him to be the annoying character. Joey Wheeler, he was a doofus, but he was a lovable doofus. Rook was not lovable in this episode. No. He just wasn't. So, at least for, for a lot of us. So, yeah, Xlayer, I, I think he's going to get a whooping. I don't know who it's going to be from. Would have loved it to be from Asana. Clearly, that's not going to happen. No. So, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, and Shadow, yes, we did technically have a 3v3 with all of the hologram mm -hmm. man. But, like... I consider that 3 1v1. Yeah, it's the same character. Yeah. And, like, is he alive, dead, really there? What, I, I, consider, like, what I it? consider it 3 1v1. Is it a recording they're dueling? I mean, right. Who knows? Right. So. I mean, like a legitimate, like in the arc. Two v two, you share life yeah. points, or you don't. You know, yeah. Kind of thing like that. Share a field. Yeah, because that's a big part of tag duels. You know. Yeah, when it was um, Owie and um, and Akira and Akira yeah. when, when they went against I. What was that like? One eleven. That was one eleven to one twelve, maybe something. somewhere on that range. Something like that, yeah. Uh, Goose donated another $5. Goose! And said, Rook has been such a good character now, but I wonder how he is in the manga since he's the main character. I think they just leave the good stuff in the manga. I gotta read the manga. I, I really want to read the Sevens manga. I saw one card art of the manga. I showed you that card art. Yeah. One of Roa's cards. My yeah. God, dude. Probably the most, like... PG thirteen X rated card you. It was something. You know, a really it was racy something. card. Um, yeah, just a complete <laughs> eighteen plus scene. I was actually gonna do a video on it, and I'm like, ah, let me not. Um, but, but it's a mature audience. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I would have to. Um, very racy card that Roa used, but um, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know much about the manga. I, I really do need to read it. I know chapter three just got translated within the last twenty four hours. Jay Bex and his team. Have done a job, a good job at doing that. So um, I've got to, uh, I've got to read it. I know he's doing OCG structures. I'm not sure if Javix is doing the Sevens manga as well. He does a lot of great stuff. Yeah, definitely. Shiose said the manga, uh, manga Luke is not that different. He's just really into dueling. Like, super. Okay, but see, like, he, I feel like Rook was very into dueling. I feel I, like I think he's, he's into it now. I think he still is. Yeah. I mean, the kind of the king of duels kind of brought him out of the right. you know, mind lab. That's what you just got to keep reminding him. You want to be king of duels. You want to be king of duels. And, hey, it works. It right. works. So let, keep shoving that down his throat. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Kyle donated another five Brazilian dollars. Kyle, thank you, dude. And Jeez. said, Shadow, uh, said 
I guess it is a thing. Sometimes Kyle Z. donates yeah. and he, he donates with comments from other yeah. people. Shadowrun Z crazy. Said Thank you, man. Minimum summon. But I bet, hear me out, normal summon, he's going to tribute three monsters instead using three parts monster. And then what is this word here? Kai Zibitan God? Um, he might have meant three parts monster, the Kaizipshian God. Yeah. Kaizo, I don't know. It's Shadowrun Z, so he's probably trolling. Right. Um, but he's hilarious. Kaizipshian, maybe Kaizo Zipshian. I don't know. I can't, I, I, either way. That's funny. It's a, a uh, minute if there was a minimum summon. Yeah, we knew about maximum summoning before we saw it in the show, I'm pretty sure. We just didn't know what it was or yeah. what it did. Um, so I think when we get another summoning method, even if it's an old method, we're going to get that revealed before it shows up in the anime. <laughs> Shadow, what does that mean? Um, Shadow Rumsey, thank you for the donation, dude. Or well, actually, no, it's Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> Shadow Rumsey. Kyle, thank you for being great, um, man. Thank you, dude. Electric Kevin donated another five Australian dollars. And thank said, you, Kevin. Who's your fave of the Duel Monsters trio? Yugi. Nice, dude. Seto or Joey? There's no way you're going to do two. What? It's easy. Nice. It's easy in this house. Uh, so, who's your fave of the Duel Monsters trio? Yugi, Seto, or Joey? And which ace Duel Monsters... Uh, you have their blue or red eyes is your favorite. So uh, Castle Dark Magician. Yeah, that's your favorite. Well, Kevin, well, Kevin, I'm gonna start um, and peek and think about it. My favorite of those three is Joey Wheeler. Um, I like really? Joey. Yeah, I like Joey more Damn. than both of those characters. I think I just relate to Joey more as a as a player that was horrible at first, and when you put in good work and and hard work, it you can just be good at anything. By the end of the show, he's a very good duelist, in my opinion, and. Uh, He's comedic, but not annoying. He's a great friend, and I, I love his reliance on luck. I love his ability and his his vigor to just kind of gamble when he needs to gamble. I, I think he's got a lot of a lot of balls, honestly. And I've always respected Joey as a character, and I've always related to him. I think Kaiba is out of his flipping mind, as you guys know. And uh, I think Yugi is Yugi's great too. But I I, I would I, Joey Joey and Red Eyes. Uh, Red Eyes would also be my favorite ace, so I'd, I'd do Joey and Red Eyes all the way there. I would probably do Seto and Red Eyes. And you've watched for how many episodes? Like 33. So, so that's, a, like that? that's a 33 episode opinion, which oh, is so fine. You, so you're going to no, say. That, no, that's fine. You're going to say that Seto is just going to come right back. No, no, I just think that Joey's stock is going to rise. Seto's a great, Kaiba's a great probably. character, but Joey's stock I think is going to rise. Well, I just like villains, so. You know, that's fine. he's a villain rival sort of. So. Well, yeah, he's an asshole. That's that's fine. I mean, he is. Yeah, but he makes it. He's Where's entertaining. That? Yeah, in a, so. in a sick, to this oh, yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. We're, say, we're saying the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Kevin, thanks for the donation uh, <laughs> and the question. Xlayer just donated another five dollars. Thank you, X. And so, what are your thoughts on the pigeon deck and rook monsters from this episode? Yeah, we did get uh, what another dragon or so that ice the, dragon. Ice dragon was sick as hell. Yeah. That that cute love dragon was. Cute. I liked Roman's reaction to it. That was actually very adorable uh, and funny. Uh, and the pigeon monster dude, he was awesome. Yeah. I the, really... That, like, night style. That night style pigeon. Yeah. I loved that guy. Loved the ice dragon. Uh, the monsters were really good. Rook used a card called the fire dragon. I immediately thought it was Bastion's fire dragon. Uh, you know, the one that we never got. Because in the opening of GX... You see a shot of Bastion, and there's a water and a fire dragon. Mm. So you you don't know this. That fire dragon never shows up in the show. Right. Never. And it never got revealed as a card. I did a video called Top 10 Cards That Will Always Remain a Mystery right. from the anime. And that's, that's it? That's one of them. It, it's, it's one of the funnest things to talk about. 
That what happened to Bastion's fire dragon? Something obviously had to happen. It was went it two. To, was it two OP? No, it, like it went. It went to sevens, and this was the fire that, dragon. That, that's it. That's so, the link between <laughs> the second show and the seventh show. It's right so, there. That was hilarious. Um, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I enjoyed the the pigeon stuff was good. I mean, I, I like uh, a lot of times when even if it's like a jokish character that they have decks very similar to their actual type of like who they are. Yeah. Um. So I, I enjoy that, and yeah, I I think Rook has honestly the most interesting deck. Mm-hmm. Um. Really, out of our our main protagonists right now, it's just um it's the other stuff obviously that we talked about. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. You should have two churches over there. Yeah, I'm gonna look. I don't know if there was any more, but I only saw two Church of Flapple donations. Thank you, Church of Flapple, for the donations through the link. I appreciate it. That feeling when the pigeon would have won if Bird Boy didn't special summon an additional monster on Rook's turn, because Mirror Gears can only attack an additional time if there's a monster left to target. That's true. Okay. Hashtag Summer Repent. Hashtag Justice for Nick Yagi. No, Nick T's losing. Yes, absolutely Justice for Nick Yagi. No, no Justice for Nick Yagi, unfortunately. Uh, I believe the last arc, Roman and Gakuto, only had one duel. This arc, Roman and Gakuto, also only had one duel so far. So that duel per arc really affects their character. Yeah, Roman had 100%. two duels if you count Otis. Yeah. Um, but it's just that this duel was literally over the TV remote. And that in really the very just, beginning when there was nothing on the really line. It just really undercuts it. That's it definitely it does. Um, and then one last one. Guys, don't... You remember, this is the man who did the impossible and revived the Super Deep Breath channel. At this point, you can do whatever he wants and he'll be fine. Thank That's you. True. That's true. That's true. Yeah. What do you say about that? I say that I think you could put anything, you could do anything you put your mind to, and then I told you for a long time to get back on Twitch. Yeah. And you just finally listened. You're right. Well, um, listen, guys, this was a blast. To everyone that donated, thank you so, so much. I mean, we were only able to do this because of you guys. I got to run to the bathroom. We're kind of saying our outro is here. Follow, uh, follow all of us, the entire crew, down below in the uh, description. We have links to everything. My Twitch, which I'm doing again, a big Demon Soul stream this weekend. My Twitch, my Twitter, um, Pete's YouTube, Pete's Twitter, all the caliber and Nick T's stuff. You want to promote, talk WandaVision, talk your computer situation, and <laughs> yeah. some future plans. Yeah, I'll, right, I'll follow this man. Time. Follow this man. I'll be right back. Yes, uh, I should say at the top, don't forget to follow uh, Cal Breezy over on Twitch. I don't know if Cal... Ooh. Cal's going to try to stream from Florida. He's going to be there for about a month or so. Uh, but definitely check him out. He streams a lot of FPS games. And then Nick T also streams Nick's Fights Moms over on Twitch. He does a lot of casual, kind of late-night emulator games. He's great. I love hanging out in those streams, so please check that out. Also, he's a solo artist. Uh, Nameling NJ, you can follow that pretty much on Twitter, Instagram, everything else. He had an album release last month. Uh, he is an amazing artist, so please check him out there. He also, Nixie does everything. Nixie also has a band that he plays in, uh, you know, Fight, uh, Mom Fight, and uh, you can follow their socials, I believe, on Nick T's Twitter page. He has everything linked there. As for me, um, I do a channel on YouTube, Clueless Gamers. Uh, right now, we just finished up First and Ten, which is a podcast, an NFL podcast. Brian and I, my friend Brian, do. We just did our final episode of the 2020 season. That went up, I believe, yesterday. I'm losing track of the days. That that went up yesterday, so you can check that out if you're interested. Uh, we also over there, the crew here and I, are doing WandaVision episodes. And since Dylan and I are no longer... Um, we do not have to do videos separately because of the quarantine he was under here in his household. We will be back together for the eighth episode this week. And if you're wondering where six and seven is, six is 
upload and on the channel is just private right now and I'm going to release that once I finish Seven's edit hopefully tonight and then both of those will get released kind of as a double package there on the channel so um, if you're interested in all the wackiness going over on in that show please check that out uh, yeah and then follow me on Twitter at PeteVicaro21 other than that the time Dylan comes back, we could just chat. So if you want to uh, send any messages if you haven't left already or you want to talk about anything, feel free to send something below and we'll just turn it into a, uh, a Q&A, I guess. Thanks, Eric. I had to cover literally me and two other people, so got that shot there. All right. So how is everyone tonight? What's going on in the world? Yes, the Pick'em League, you could still do. What do you think of the BEV emote on the Discord? Well, at this point, Pink, it's just become a part of my life, that meme chat in the middle of the night. So, I love you all over there. Um, you can't post it if the mods are awake, Matt the Hero. You can't do that. Although, you guys have turned uh, that meme into posting it when the mods are awake, I believe, as well. Yes, yes. We will get to that dono. We'll wait back for Dylan. Mega Karibo. Link you over there. Oh, Mega Karibo. Thank you so much. Knowing him, it was probably 666. More than likely. Let's see. Let's take a look. Let's see if I'm right about that. Apparently. How long ago was that? They are saying he donated. I didn't see it on my end. Yeah, a while ago. Yeah, there it is. 666. There it is. Mega Karibo, thank you for the uh, 666, uh, you know, sin devil donation. My problem with Sevens now is it feels to care more about comedy than the plot or emotional moments, especially after Rons versus Renesuke, which I felt was a huge waste of time. I felt the old arcs in this show balanced the comedy and plot a lot better. Hashtag Team Asana. I, I don't I don't fully disagree with that. I don't. Especially the last two episodes, yeah. um, where it, it feels to want to be more comedy than balance it. Um, I think that's a fair statement to say. But no, I think, I think it's 100% a 100% fair statement. But I think Yuga Asana is going to be very good. So, Mega Karibo, thank you, man. And I know Mega Karibo really did enjoy the first two arcs. And, you know, this arc is missed for a lot of people, but... Not I guess every arc in every episode has to hit for you. No, it, it doesn't. And, you know, that's the one nice thing about these quick arcs, where if you're like, ah, I don't really like these characters, I don't really like this direction, 13 episodes. That's all. And then a new arc begins, and it's like a reset. But if you do like the arc, then that's a bad thing. So, you know, there's a bunch of different ways to look at it. But anyway, guys, thank you all so much for being here. Thank you for all the love you've given me on Twitch. Thank you for all the love you've given me today via Super Chats and everything. Yes. Shiose just donated $5. Thank you, Shiose. Shiose's manager says she wants to be by the for the finale again. That's hype, dude. I love it, Shiose. Let's go. Shiose, Shiose's manager. She's she's always welcome. Breaking news. Shiose will be on. Shiose's manager. Shiose's manager. Well, it would be great. Shiose's manager will be on for the finale episode of the arc. Seven's up. I don't know when that'll be. So, Shiose, tell your manager. We're looking forward to another fun discussion. We had her on, um, and she's able to get us to the, the Japan community, yeah. which was a, a incredible. She was speaking to the people over in Japan, yeah. and I was sitting here like, man, I wish I spoke more than broken English. I No, it's not. It's not. You'd think it would be. Um, so, yeah, we'll make that happen. I love all of you guys. Thank you all so much for coming. COVID is getting weaker, 
So we're starting to have people again. Knock on wood. Um, so hopefully that'll be a more routine thing with Sevens Up. Caliber is going to be out for a while. It's just me, Pete, and Nick T. Come by, hang out. Yeah. Love you guys. Follow me on Twitch. Follow me on Twitter. I just had my first ever tweet break a thousand likes. I know it's blown up. I posted. Blown I, po- up I posted a tweet at, uh, around four hours ago, and it already broke a thousand likes. Yeah. I've never had a tweet in my life break one thousand likes. Check it out. It's a giant rap meme. Of course it is. That's my whole channel. Thank you all so much for coming by. Pete, thank you for doing this with me. me. Thank you to everyone who donated and super chatted. You guys are amazing. This has been Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's Up episode 37, Bird Brain. Thank you all so much for watching, and I hope you have an amazing amazing day. day. Take care.